for some word today, go ahead and get out your Bible if you have one. Got your Bible apps on your phone or your iPads. And uh, find with me today the book of Joshua. Joshua. That would be book number six, I think, in the, in the Scripture. Joshua chapter one. And I have some things to say today that are good. Did you come expecting anything good? Is anybody in the house? Maybe my mic. Could you turn my mic up? I don't think anyone can hear me. I thought, well, I thought maybe I was in a different place, different house today. Where people are silent and unresponsive. <laughs> Joshua chapter 1. Today I want to begin sharing with you a new, new series called The You Factor. Are you ready for the you factor? How big of a factor are you in life? God wants us to win in life. Do you know that? Success is not a, it is not a worldly concept. Um, for a person to uh, desire to be successful in life, um, Understand that is not contrary to being holy or to being a fully devoted Christian. In fact, those concepts really go together. To put God and success in the same sentence is natural. Yeah? I mean, if you were to advise someone regarding being successful in, in life, would you tell them, if you had two choices, would you say, well, follow the Lord all your days and do what he says and, and, and implement his, his word in your life? Or would you say, well, if you really want to be successful in this world, in this life, you should probably ignore God and do things your own way. I mean, which would you say? I mean, I know that sounds almost... Um, you know, simplistic to think that way, but it's amazing what religious brainwashing will do to people. Yeah. Meaning, people come away from sometimes a so-called church and biblical teaching, uh, and they come away sometimes with the idea that if I fully sell out my life to the Lord, if I do His will completely in my life, I'm going to be broke, and I'm going to be sad, <laughs> I'm not going to have any fun, and, uh, and, and, but I'm just going to be, you know, a real devoted child of God. Blah. That is so far from Him. His character, His nature, His will. Success and God go hand in hand. And we have a choice to pursue life our own way or his. And in his plan, in his path, is success, is victory, is a wonderful life, both here and now and, of course, in, in the age to come. Uh, let's read over here in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. Joshua 1 verse 8. It reads, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Now, now stop there for a moment. When he said this book of the law, he would have been referring to Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Those first five books in the Bible. How many know when we upgrade this for our day, we have a bunch more? So, so this in our day, we can say this book of the law 
yeah, those five books, and then all the other books after, including the words of Jesus, including the writings of the Apostle Paul and Peter and John and so forth. We have much more to consume and to help us along this path, okay? So, so the Word of God shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Now, it's interesting here to me to see that God, by His Spirit, through different writers, tells us how to be successful. How many know you're not going to tell someone how to do something that you don't want them to do? In other words, he's not going to give us a pathway, a method whereby we may succeed if he doesn't want us to succeed in life. So we should wipe away the notion, the very existence of any thought that says, well, I'm not sure if it's the Lord's will for me to succeed in life, for me to prosper in life, for me to do well and overcome. No, 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 no. Not for a moment, okay? If he didn't want that for you, he wouldn't have told you how to get it. If he didn't want you to win, he wouldn't have given you a winning strategy. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have given you a, a recipe that it is designed to bring success in life. But notice in this verse, this is interesting to me, that six times in this one verse, are, it is, we are mentioned, meaning you or your. You or your is, in, is mentioned in connection to success in our lives. In other words, not God. Not God will God, 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 and you'll succeed. Why is that the case? Well, because the God factor is not the only factor in my life. There's me. And if I think, if I, if I believe that everything that happens in my life is a matter of God choosing it, or God deciding to enforce it and to make it happen, I'm going to leave out a key component. Me. Huh? And so we can see very clearly that God is the author of life, and He is the source of our provision, and it is His plan that we follow, but we do have a part to play in this. All right? Yet right on, at the same time, many today have fallen into the trap of believing that their success is, or lack thereof, is just dependent and contingent upon what happens to them in life. The, their family, their upbringing, their country, their society, the economy, the choices uh, that other, you know, or the opportunities that other, others have given them or not given them. And, and they, they become a victim in life, right? Everything that happens to me, I have no control over it. There's nothing I can do. I can't dig myself out of this, uh, out of this, this hole. And, and so they remove the you factor, from their life. And that does not serve them well either. Our success is not in God's hands. We are instructed to use His Word to produce good results in our lives. You know, Jesus often spoke this way, and, th and He spoke this way even in relationship to, uh, you know, divine intervention, healing, deliverance, miracles, and, and so forth. When he would talk to people and say things like, uh, be it unto you according to your faith. 
not be it unto you according to God's will, be it unto you according to your faith. He would say, like the particular woman, he said uh, in, in Mark 5, he said, daughter, your faith has made you whole, right? And so Jesus also, with this same thought, would bring an individual's personal experience back to their own believing, back to their own thinking, back to their own life. In other words, we have a major part in this success formula. God is willing to help all of us. And so knowing this, we just simply seek to cooperate with him. In other words, he has a plan. I'm going to give everything I can, do all that I know how to do to follow that plan. Because it's not the only plan. His path is not the only path. See, there's his plan and there's my plan. There's his route and then there's an alternate route. Yeah, there's the way he says to do things and then there's a thousand other opinions on how we ought to do things. I'm saying God's plan works. My, my, my point is that he has a winning plan. He has a successful idea. He has, he has a way of doing things that if we'll pay attention to it and implement it, it will work and it'll work for any of us. It'll work for all of us. Everybody with me? All right. So, so, so we need to start on the, uh, on the same page. He's a, winning, he's a willing God. And basically, I can say this. He is the winning formula. His plan does work. His ways do work. We've been given greater light. Like I said, we're not limited just the book of the law that Joshua talked about. We've been given greater light. We have the New Testament. We have the words of the master. We have much revelation. And so we have more success producing material. This book was not designed to make us fail. It wasn't designed to produce, now this might sound rude, but it's just what I'm going to say. It wasn't designed to produce losers. It was designed to produce winners. It was designed to turn losers into winners. Okay? Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 10 reads this way. If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. And so this is what we're looking for, the wisdom of God. You've heard it said, you know, don't work harder, work smarter. Yeah, there's some, there's some wisdom there. I think both principles are, are godly, meaning working hard and working smart are both principles that we should, uh, we should live by. We should be hard workers and smart workers. But understand, we need wisdom, the wisdom of God to bring success in our lives. And so, uh, I wanted to break apart this word a little bit. I wanted to begin to explain, define, um, reveal what a successful life looks like. What is success? I mean, do we say that success is uh, a big house and a fancy car, you know, is success the, the vacation home on the beach or in the mountains or the lifestyles of the rich and famous? Is, is that how we define it? Or, you know, are you with me? I think it's bigger than that. I don't want to just throw all that out and say that's always bad by any means, but I think success is bigger than that. It's much broader than just defining it by a few material wins, a few material successes in life. And, and we need to first define what we want. Otherwise, how do we know when we've got it? How do we know if we are winning? How, how do we know if we are succeeding in life? And so, uh, 
I've thought about, you know, success is, and there's, uh, there's a, you can put some statements in there that are absolutely true, but the more I began to meditate on this and ask the Lord to help me to understand, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And so instead of giving you a one word or a one sentence definition, I want to give you seven of those. All right, and, and I believe by, but, but after a few minutes we'll come out of here and, and we'll understand to a greater degree what we should be going for, what we should be desirous of in our lives. Praise God. And so number one, number one, success is, success is ruling yourself. Success is ruling yourself. When I say that, as opposed to beating out somebody else. As opposed to if I'm playing baseball and I'm on one team and I'm competing against the other team, success is easily defined where I beat you. My team beats your team. But in the bigger picture of life, success for me means I rule me. There's self-control. There's an ability to have your own life um, together. All right? Uh, Proverbs 16.32. 16.32 reads... He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he who rules his own spirit than he who takes a city. And so what if we have some outward accomplishment, but we can't pull ourselves up out of our own bed in the morning? You know, what if we achieve some, some status, some merit, some kind of goal in life, but we never master our own emotions? You know, to where we were quick to fly off the handle or we got some kind of anger that, that, that is uncontrolled and all of a sudden it's like something else takes over and we don't rule our own life. Is everybody with me today? I, I believe success, no matter what it looks like on the outside, no matter what you have achieved outwardly, are you in control of your own life? Are you reactionary? Or, or is there, are, are, are you able to make... Um, controlled decisions, live by principles? Are, are, are you able to, to handle things that don't go your way and deal with it in a well-thought-out, measured, control way, controlled way? I, again, I, I say whatever success we, we achieve in life in other areas, I think this is kind of big on the list. That if I'm going to succeed in life, I need to control, I need to rule myself. Amen. Number two, ready, number two. Success is overcoming obstacles in life. Success is overcoming obstacles. All right, now here's what I mean. Uh, all of us, to some degree, have been handed things in life that we didn't ask for. Some people, uh, may, uh, maybe you grew up in an abusive situation. Or entered one later in life, whatever the case may be. But, uh, you know, you think about a child who's, who's abused. That kid didn't ever ask for that, right? Not, not about placing blame, but how many know if that happened, if something like that happened in your life, what is success for you? I tell you, one of the things it is, it is overcoming those things that have happened to you. It is not being defined by it all of your days and saying, this happened, I can't do anything about it, I can't go back, but what am I going to do now living with that in my, in, in my life or in my past or whatever it is? That's success for you. 
Yeah, what about a person who maybe was, uh, grew up in poverty? Well, that's a serious challenge. Didn't ask for it, didn't want it, wasn't the will of God, isn't his plan, but yet it's there. Are you going to be defined by that? Will your, will your mentality be that of a, uh, of a poverty-stricken person all of your days, or will you come up out of that? See, that would, be, that, that would be success in life. Or, you know, a disease. I mean, there, how many know, vast majority of people who get diseased, they, all of a sudden, they, maybe they're born with something, or a tumor shows up, or something like that. They didn't ask for it, did they? Usually didn't want it. Wasn't the will of God. Thank you. I'm glad we can say that loud and clear. Not God's plan for them either. Nevertheless, what's success look like? Well, overcoming overcoming the sometimes the bad hand that is that is dealt or a lack of opportunity or sometimes it's just our own choices has anybody in here ever made a bad choice and uh well i think we can all uh relate to that we've made poor choices and so what does success look like well it's overcoming me <laughs> in other words the way i used to be or the what the poor choices i have made or the, these am i going to let that dominate me the rest of my life or am i going to say you know what i choose to be different i choose to make better decisions and i'm not going to be that person that i was that i that i have been in the past i choose different that's success in your life amen, amen. i tell you everyone who's truly successful deals with these things maybe not all the same and we can't always compare one with another but everyone who's successful, truly successful in life, they, they have dealt with something in this, in this realm, and they've dealt with it appropriately. Yes. Praise God. All right, that's, that's number two. Number three, what is success? It is maximized potential. Success is maximized potential or maximizing my potential. In other words, I deal with me. Again, my gifts my abilities, my mind with whatever IQ I have, real pretty high, uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, you know, my body, my uh, country that I'm born in, my family, you know, I, I deal with what is the potential of my life, yeah? How can you maximize who you are? In other words, I can't fairly compare myself to someone else. We are tempted to do that all the time. We usually find someone who's better, smarter, faster, right? And we compare ourselves to them and we end up going, wish I was like that. Wish I had that. Wish I could do that. But my success is not measured by what you can do. My success is measured by what have I done with what I've been given. You remember Jesus taught that principle when he taught the parable of the talents and, and how different people were given different amounts of money. And at the end, it wasn't, you know, do you all have the same amount of money? It's what did you do with what was dealt to you? What did you do with your, your talents or money in, in that situation? What did you do with that? Did you maximize it? Did you make full use of it? See, I don't want to get to the end of my life and look back and think, man, if I just, just stinking got myself out of bed an hour earlier most of my life, I could have achieved so much more. But I didn't. I didn't utilize. I didn't fully maximize what I could do. Yeah? So I think success is related to that. Number four, success is winning in life. True success is winning 
in life. And I, I say that as opposed to just winning in a segment. You know, I win in my field of, of business. I win in, a, in an athletic competition against someone else where I have these wins in different areas. But su true success is winning in life. I win in the big picture. Not, not, just, not just limited to small areas. Um, I, I want to see the big picture and win in life. Number five, success is having a positive influence on others. Success is having a positive influence on others. And again, that is in contrast with, well, am I just mindful of my own self and what I can achieve, what I can personally obtain or win in, or am I um, mindful of how my life influences another person, okay? Not just did I get the ribbon, do I have the trophy, did I help anyone else get the ribbon? Did I help anyone else get a trophy? Yeah? True success is going to be measured not just by what you got, but what you helped someone else get. Yeah? Are, are people in your life, uh, family, friends, co-workers, are, are people in your life better off for knowing you? Is anyone around you better off? I mean, if you really thought about it, could you say their life is better because I'm in their life? You know, I have certain individuals in my life that I could mention. In fact, there's quite a few as I think about it. When I'm around them and because of that relationship, I, I come away wanting to seek God more rather than less. When I come, when, because of this person's presence or influence in my life, I think better. I prioritize what's really important in life better when I'm around them. I come away from them and I, I want to pray more. That's what I'm talking about. Or I have a better attitude. Or I stop complaining. You know, what kind of influence do you have on someone else? Maybe you could think about how others influence you. When I get around them, man, I believe I can do better. <laughs> I believe I can live another day. I believe I can, or you're stirred to seek the Lord. And I like that. All right. I like it when other people have that. Because there are some in my life, they're probably, you know, more of a neutral. Meaning they don't really add to me. They're not, I don't mean they're bad people. I just don't, they don't add that to me. And, and maybe I'm that way, probably neutral in some others' lives. But I think success for me in many ways is, is when other people are around me, are they elevated at all? Certainly, I don't want to pull them down. Okay? So, a positive influence. Are they closer to God as a result of knowing me? Number six. Uh, number six. Success is obedience to God. Success is obedience. Is obeying Him. I think one day it's going to be very clear to all of us. When we stand before the Lord, it's certainly not going to be about how many things we've accumulated it's certainly not going to be about how many trophies we have on our shelf or any other natural recognition. Ultimately, we're going to stand before the Lord and He's going to say, what would you do with what I gave you to do? Yeah? 
And so success will become very, very clear in that moment. What'd you do and why did you do it? Your motive, your application, were you committed to fulfilling my will for your life? Let's be mindful of that here and now and not just there before the judgment seat of Christ. Yeah, let's be, let's be aware of his will and his plan for our lives, knowing that ultimately my successful life is connected to my obedience of him. Does he want me to do something? I've been pushing it off for a long time. Okay, we're, you're losing. You're losing at life, if that's the case. Well, the Lord's been dealing with me, and, and uh, do it. Come on, start winning. Stop getting beat up. All right, number six, obedience to God. Number seven. Number seven is another way of saying this, and hopefully this paints a bigger, more clear picture. Success is knowing what to do and doing it. What am I supposed to do? Successing is knowing what to do and then doing it. Okay, here's, here's one contrast to that. Knowing what to do and telling everybody else what to do. <laughs> See, I don't want to be that person that's just the expert. I got all the answers. Hey, you need to know what to do. Need some advice. Let me tell you how to do your life. But I'm not doing it myself. See, I don't want to be that, that, that contradiction, that walking contradiction in life. I have the answer, but I don't do, don't do the answer for myself. So success is knowing what to do and then doing it. Here's another way I like to uh, think about success. It is in, in contrast. In other words, this is better than this. This is more important than this. I say it this way. Success with family is better than success with finances. Yeah? I, don't want, I, could, I could have all the money in the world. If I lose with my family, that's, that's kind of a big lose for me. You know what I'm saying? Success with finances, is that anything? Yeah, that's good. I don't want to lose there either. But I'd rather win with my family. Success with character is better than success with accomplishment. I want to win in here. I want to be a faithful, reliable, trustworthy person. I want to have character as, as, as one of the big wins in life as opposed to just accomplishing something natural. Uh, success with God is better than success with man. There are things we can do in life where we achieve the applaud of men. Where, where people say, hey, you, you really got it together. You're, you, you really have succeeded. You've really won. You're quite an example. Well, I want to know, does the Lord say that about me? If all the people say that about me, how many know people can turn on you like on a dime anyway? And they'll praise you one day and throw rocks at you the next. Right? I want to succeed in God's eyes. When I close my eyes, thank you, Lord. Am I walking in your will? Am I doing what you want me to do? Am I leading my life the way you want me to, to, to lead it. Some who succeed in the eyes of man will one day discover that they've lost in what really matters. Uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, succeeding with God, it does aid us in success in natural things. I don't mean to imply that these are opposites. Like I said at the beginning, it's not succeeding with God means you lose in life. No, succeeding with God aids our success in life. Yeah, I don't want to imply for a moment that, you know, using the examples of the lifestyle of the rich and famous, that if someone has, you know, the beach house or something, some material nice things, that ha that's somehow anti-God. You know, I was studying his house the other day. I think he's okay with it. You know, 
I don't think there are any jet skis at the lake of fire. I'm pretty sure God's, a, God's okay with, uh, with material blessings in our lives. It just has to have its proper place, right? So I just, I'm just saying I want to succeed his way. I'm not just going after the stuff. I want to, I'm going after his plan. And in going after his plan, I get his wisdom. I get his knowledge. I meditate on his way of doing things. And it causes me to succeed in family, in life, in finances, in work, in friendships, and other relationships. Yeah? He, he is the answer. Praise God. And so, uh, what do you want people to say about you at your funeral? <laughs> oh, they sure had nice hair. <laughs> Man, look at those teeth. <laughs> or whatever. What, what do you want people to say? I think usually what we think about at that moment, how do we want to be remembered, it kind of reveals what's more important in life. You know, we want, maybe you want people to say they were a faithful husband or wife or a faithful friend or, or they were committed to the Lord or, uh, you know, they were a person of, an in, person of integrity or a person that was very generous. All these things we think, yeah, I'd like to be known by that. Well, then do. Hmm. I, 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 we want people to say, uh, say things like, you know, they were just a, such a leader or such a servant, which is really similar. Uh, you know, they, they, were, they, they were such a strong person of faith. Man, if you ever needed someone to pray with, that was your person. Man, she was the one to get a hold of because she can agree with you and pray down heaven in your life. You know, what is it you want to be known for and that can help define success in your life? Praise God. Now back to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do. Notice that, notice that the connection to our success is meditation and observation. Very, very key, very important, what we look at what we think about, what we give ourselves to repeatedly and continually will determine our success in any endeavor. It didn't say whoever reads the Bible, whoever goes to church, you know, at least a couple times a month, they'll be successful. <laughs> that is absolutely not the recipe for success. <laughs> and silence filled the house. It was deafening. <laughs> because here's what we do so often is we give a mental assent to God's word or his ways or his plan or his way of thinking and we say yeah and then we sing the song and we agree, we agree he loves us and God's gracious and God's mighty and he's good and then we go back to thinking the same way we used to think we still, still deal with our families the same way we did before. We deal with our job and our money and everything the same way we did before. And then we come back and say, yay, God. Or if we run into trouble, somebody pray for me. Well, thank God for all those things. But prayer wasn't even mentioned in this verse. Well, prayer is the key to success. No, it's not. Prayer is your relationship with the Father and it produces some amazing things. But that's not what he said here. Wouldn't we like it to be that way? 
I think we would. We think however we want to think. We think about, we meditate on, we observe whatever we want to in life. And then ever something goes wrong or is not going right, we just say, pray, 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 done. Or maybe laying on our hands, boom, boom, boom. And we transfer success into everyone. Boom. <laughs> From now on. <laughs> if you'll give a special offering, we'll give you that success anointing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You've heard that message probably uh, maybe on TV. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. Give for different reasons. <laughs> we can't buy success. Yeah? Because it actually takes real dedication. You ever read about uh, some, of, some successful athletes um, and, and read about their work ethic and how they became so good at their, at their, their sport? Like, remember reading about Kobe Bryant? Remember former NBA player? And, and he said he would count how many baskets he made. And when he got to 400, he was done for practice that day. That's how many shots he took. That's how many he made. And you think of that compared to a game. They don't take nearly that many. Well, he did, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, they don't take nearly that many shots, right? There's just, he was fully committed and dedicated to improving his, his, his skill there. Yeah? What does success look like for us? I mean, we're not going to give ourselves fully to everything. We have to choose. You know, I'm not going to shoot 500 times today to make 400 shots or whatever. <laughs> Some of you caught that. Yeah. That's, that's right underneath the basket, though. <laughs> uh, you know, but there are some things I'm going to give my life to. But the reason some never succeed in hardly anything in life is they never give themselves to it. They do some for a minute. Then they're on to something else. And that's not the recipe for success. Look at 1 Timothy 4. Let's finish up over here. Wish I had more time, but I'm coming back. You guys coming back? I'm coming back next week. And uh, we'll go further. I, I have a lot to say. and We have another service. 1 Timothy chapter 4. Notice what uh, Paul writes to Timothy here. He said in verse 15, meditate on these things. That's the things he had been talking to him about. But we could say in general, it's whatever God has said, all the word of God. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them. Look, that your progress may be evident to all. If you give yourself to these things by meditating on them, it will produce such profound effects they'll be obvious to those watching you. People will look at you from the outside and notice your success. They'll notice your progress. If, if they don't notice, we're not thinking about the right thing long enough. We're not fully giving ourselves over to something that we consider valuable. Verse 16, take heed, look, to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, you will both save yourself and those who hear you. Who saves me? I save me. <laughs> Didn't it say that? 
It's not talking about eternal life and forgiveness of sins and going to heaven. And, and No, 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 no. But there is a very real truth to, the, to this principle that I save myself. I'm doing it with God's word, God's grace, God's help. But if I don't cooperate, it's not happening. And if I don't save myself, I can't save anybody else. Someone says, I'm just, I'm just in it for other people. Good, that's an awesome heart. You better get some strength for yourself or you won't be able to help them. I can't teach what I don't know. You know, I can't help anyone else if I'm not getting it myself. So I need to take heed. I need to consider the you factor and get involved in doing with my own heart and mind and life what the Lord wants. Praise God. I'm not just taking heed to those I'm ministering to, taking heed to myself. Amen. Say this, say this out loud with me today. Say, my success, my success is in my hands. In my hands. I, choose I choose what to meditate on, what to, meditate. What to do. What to I'm not a victim in life. Victim. By, God's grace, By God's grace, I can, I can. and I will, I will. Succeed. succeed. Amen. That's a, t- that's a commitment. <laughs> Praise God. That is a commitment to His ways. That's not talking about being self-sufficient, independent of Him. No, it's a commitment to Him in our own heart. Amen.